is a hot dog, a sandwich. Attempting to answer this question is difficult, and it has divided friends for decades. Tyler says no, a hot dog is not a sandwich. Eminem talking to MGK says, a hot dog is absolutely not a sandwich. But Griffin, Griffin says yes, a hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is unequivocally, unarguably, undebatably a sandwich. Make sure to tune in as we follow this heated debate. This is war. You are listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Yo, 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 what is up, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am your host, Victor, and I am so excited for today's episode for a few reasons. All right, I know I say that every week, but this is legit because we have uh, Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast is now hosting the war. We are hosting the debate between if a hot dog is or is not a sandwich. Now, this is a serious thing, all right? I have done my research. I'm staying neutral in the entire debate, but I've done my research. There is an actual hot dog and sausage association, okay? There are there are parties out in the world that uh, initiate in this debate, and we are now joining this debate. Tyler says that a hot dog is not a sandwich. You are insane if you believe that it is and then griffin says that a hot dog is a sandwich and that you are insane if you say that it is not a sandwich so as you heard in the intro like they're going at each other okay and i'm i'm not making any predictions i'm not you know i'm not going to speak into the debate but i don't think this debate will end anytime soon i posted a story on my instagram asking you guys if a hot dog was a sandwich and it was about 60 40 saying that a hot dog was not a sandwich so griffin has some catching up to do to uh to get popular opinion but he doesn't need popular opinion to be right and neither does tyler so uh, you guys just need to follow the debate. I have a little snippet that Tyler has recorded for us and sent to me to play at the end of this podcast. Last episode, Griffin kind of called out Tyler. He was like, Tyler, you have some brain damage. Like, you're messed up. Like, you don't, you don't, you know, you're not there. You're not, you're not, your, your argument is just void. It's not good. A hot dog is undebatably a sandwich. And so Griffin called out Tyler. And so now Tyler responds. He listened to the podcast. He sent me a text and he was like, Griffin has started something that he cannot easily end and he will lose. And so I'm excited. You guys should be too. 
and I will play that for you guys at the end of this episode. This is not going to be a long episode by any means. I have been overwhelmed with work and school and everything of the sorts. I am literally recording this Friday before the episode airs on Saturday, and so I... Uh, just I just didn't have enough time to get a guest or anything on the show, and so I just want to talk about a topic, just something that Scripture talks about a lot, that I have experienced a lot in my recent, just in like the recent weeks, and how different I have been from experiencing it. So, I, if you guys don't know me personally, or you, or if you haven't listened to the podcast before, I don't know if I've talked a lot about it or not. I am in, in I am an extreme introvert. I like to come into my room, I like to close the door, I like to not talk to people, and I like to sit down, watch TV, I like to decompress, I have to decompress my day, I cannot be around people all the time or I just get socially and physically exhausted, it's just it's just how I'm built, it's, I don't know why, it's, you know, I, I don't like being socially exhausted and the awesome thing is is that I am going to be a pastor and so... You know, I'm going to have to work on that and all that kind of stuff. But that's just who I am. I am an extreme introvert. I have to be able to close my door. That means that my tendency is to avoid community. That means that I struggle to intentionally place myself in community or in social events. So, for example, at the college here, we have this house system. And I am in the Judson house. And they do a lot of activities throughout the year. And I usually have to force myself to go to them if I go to them. Last semester, I didn't go to like anything. This semester, I'm making an intentional effort to go, right? But that's just an example. At I, My first instinct, instinct is to not run to community. My first instinct is to stay in my room, play video games, read, watch TV, record podcasts, do fun stuff like that, right? That's my instinct. That's what I prefer to do. This is where I feel comfortable, right? And so as of recently, I have kind of made an effort to put myself in more community, whether that means going out at least once or twice a week with a group of people, whether that means, I don't know, like attending a college you know, event or attending a seminary event, I am starting to make an effort in getting out of my room and being around people. And I just want to talk a little bit about my experience because it's been very good. And I want to talk to some of my fellow introverts out there who are refusing to put themselves in community or who is uh, struggling to to be social. And so I just kind of want to speak to that a little bit. And I also want to talk about the importance of community and then the dangers that pop up when we're not in community, all right? And so those are kind of those are kind of the things that I want to talk about. We are called, we are people built for relationships. We are people built for community. God has put a God-sized hole in our heart that only God can fill. And then God has also put a community, a relationship-sized hole in our heart that God in himself cannot fill, but he uses people that he has placed in our life to fill, right? So God uses people in our life to fill the community slash relationship size hole that is in our heart but god cannot feel that because he's not a physical being here on earth that we like have a conversation 
with face to face. And so God has given us community with other people. He's given us relationships to help us, not only in our relationship with him, but to also help us just enjoy life because we can enjoy life, right? God has get in his common grace has given us a beautiful life to live and we can enjoy it. However, we are so we're people de- designed for that. And when we start going against what we were designed for and to do, we begin to we begin to act in ways that we were not initially designed for, right? So like if if I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head and I can't. But I'm going to give you some examples. So when we neglect community, we are essentially telling God that his design was wrong and that I know better, right? I mean, that's essentially what we're doing. We know that we're meant for community. We know that we were meant for relationships. And so when we neglect that part, when we neglect our design like that, we're telling God, hey, I know better. I'm, I, I can change the way I'm designed, right? Community does a few things for us, right? And church, church is part of being in community. Going to church on a weekly basis is part of that community. When you, go to, when you neglect going to church, you neglect a lot of things. You neglect your growth as a Christian, right? So like church's purpose, the purpose of church is to teach and equip Christians to live in a in a world that is filled with sin and to equip those Christians to take the gospel to the ends of the earth, right? Like the church is built to equip Christians. And if we neglect going to church, then we are neglect our growth and sanctification as a Christian. So not only are we pulling ourselves out of community and neglecting the way that we were designed by not going to church, but we're also neglecting our sanctification as a Christian because we are not growing when we neglect to go to church. And then lastly, we neglect accountability. Like, when we're not in church around other people, it is easier for us to fall into sin because we are not around other Christians to encourage us to fight through temptations and to fight the fleshly desires with the desires of the Spirit. When we neglect community, we are easier. It is easier for us to fall into sin. Guys, I want us to understand the gravity of what happens when we are not in community. We are not, so we are designed for community. And so when we neglect our design, we're neglecting God. When we're not in community, we're neglecting our growth as a Christian. We are neglecting our sanctification, right? And then it is easier for us to fall into sin because we are neglecting accountability. Guys, when you look at these three things put together, look at how easy it is for Satan to just walk on in and start playing with you. Like, when we are neglecting these three things, look at how vulnerable we are. We are alone. We are in sin. And we're not growing as a Christian. This is like the greenhouse that Satan wants us in. Why do you think, then, we are tempted with not being social, with busyness to keep us away from church, with you know, jobs that distract us from getting in church or distract us from accountability, right? Like all these little things Satan has kind of is using to tempt us to pull us away from our community, from our accountability and from our church. And then we fall into this dangerous position of of being susceptible to all sorts of sins and temptations. And so 
as of recently, like I said, I will have been getting more into community. I've been going over and, you know, hanging out with people at my friend's house. I have been going to college events. I've been much more disciplined in going to church. I don't, I never really struggled in that area, but it, it's helping me get out of my room and get into community. And I, it's just insane to see the difference in my disposition, the way I act, the way I do things throughout my daily life. I, like, I will be honest with you guys. I catch myself sinning less when I'm in community. Like, when I am hanging out with people and when I am around people that love Jesus, I am sinning less. I'm not lying as much, you know, whatever, the, whatever it might be. I'm not sinning as much because I'm around other people that love the Lord. I am growing in my faith. Like when I'm in church and I hear J.D. Greer preach a message, like it penetrates my heart and I'm growing and being sanctified in the faith. And I'm building relationships. Like I'm getting to know people. I'm building friendships. Like all these things that like we were designed to do, like we were designed to have relationships, we were designed to have friendships. I am now beginning to do that and I cannot explain to you the level of joy that comes with it. I am experiencing immense amounts of joy just by being in community. Now, it might be uncomfortable for me to get out and go be in community or it might be uncomfortable or it's something that, you know, is it's not natural to me to go out and do social events with people and to, and to hang out with people. But through through me being uncomfortable, I am intentionally placing myself in an in, in places in life where I can grow as a Christian. And then also, I'm just going to be honest, you can't share the gospel from your bed watching TV. You just can't. There's no one around to share it with. So you go out of your of your house, you go out of your room, and you put yourself, so instead of doing homework in your room, go to Starbucks and do homework. I can't tell you how many gospel conversations I've had at Starbucks just while I was there doing homework, right? And so get out of, of your house, out of your room, and just be there and just experience people and God will bring you opportunities to share the gospel. And so those are just a, just some of the experiences that I've had in recent days just of me putting myself out there and uh, allowing God to work through the community that he's put around me. A lot of us complain that we don't have community or that that we don't have relationships right now. And I'll be honest with you, it's probably because you're not looking for it. Um I know that was my big issue when I got up here to Southeastern. I would look at my friend group or I would look at the people I was hanging out with and I was just like, I don't have that many friends. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a friend group, right? It was because I wasn't looking for it. Like, I was spending all my time in my room doing stuff. Like, I was a recluse. So you can't have a friend group if you don't have relationships with anyone. And now that I have kind of stepped out of my comfort zone and now that I've put myself intentionally in community... Whoa, I have a friend group now and like I'm hanging out with people like those things start to change when you start to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. So guys, I just want to encourage you this week. Be social. Be in a community. It's essential. You can share the gospel. You can be sanctified. You have accountability like community is is what we were made for. Like you look in Acts, right? You look in the book of Acts and you see the church as a community of people living with each other, helping each other, aiding one another in their times of need, right? Like like Christians were helping Christians. 
community, friendships, relationships. That's what the church in Acts was like built on, right? And so we shouldn't neglect that if that's an example that we see in the Bible. And also you look in Hebrews, right? Hebrews 10 talks about not neglecting to gather together as some of you have a habit of doing, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day approaching. So in Hebrews, the author is talking about, hey, like you guys have you guys have neglected gathering together and it's become a habit. You cannot do that, especially as these end days are approaching. You are going to need each other. God has given you one another for a reason and you are going to need each other, right? And I, I just think, I think that's a picture of, the picture that we see in the book of Hebrews that is definitely applicable today. We need to be in community. So this week, guys, I want to challenge you to be in community, to get out there, go to church. After church, get a group of people, get your friends, and go get lunch. Go to a coffee shop. Just hang out, tell jokes, and enjoy each other's company. And you will be shocked by how awesome it is because we were designed for that. Guys, quick, short episode today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I have some surprises for you guys throughout the week, so make sure you check our podcast page uh, throughout this week just to just to keep an eye out on if there's anything that comes out from Bringing Grace to the Nations. Guys, I want to play Tyler's response to Griffin from last week, so I'm going to go ahead and roll into the response. Guys, you are beautiful, and you are one of a kind. Until next time, take care, and God bless. I'm literally not even going to get up, Victor. I'm not, I, I'm I not, see you. I'm not going to get up. And gonna, I don't think you need to in this case. I'm going to remain laying down. Right. Like, to go, to respond, see, to, to even make a statement about me, Griffin has to go on a podcast. Right. Do you know what I mean? He has to Skype in. He has to get his little Frodo butt in his, like, his little gaming chair. Right. And get a Skype in. Right. And he has to insult my argument. He, he did insult your argument, right. your character, do who you, know, you are as a person. Do you know all I have to do? What? I don't have to do anything. I can just lie here and respond. So uh, update the people sure. on, on what we're talking about here. So so Mr. Foxworth. Right, Mr. Griffin. Mr. Foxtrot, yeah, has uh, the idea that uh, I'm wrong in my argument about whether a hot dog is a sandwich or not. Right. Right. Now, he, he used a few words to say that like he was right, like unequivocally. Right. And then he said... Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, but there's one in the middle. He said unarguably. He needs to read a dictionary. It's called inarguably. Right. And he needs to learn English grammar. I think he went to college, didn't he? he did. I went to that college for a bit. Okay, he needs to read books again. Wow. He's been away from the book for books for too long. Wow, but it's only been a few months. This is... I'm going kamikaze right now. I can I don't tell. know if you know this. Right. I'm going kamikaze I get the right reference. Now. Um, so, so this is, is a hot dog. This is MG. This is Eminem talking to MGK. Wow. Okay. Wow. And Eminem talking to MGK says, "A hot dog is absolutely not a sandwich." Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna give you three reasons. Okay. Reason number one: the primary argument to make something a sandwich is that it is meat between two pieces of bread. Right. The problem with a hot dog is it's one piece of bread, cut down the middle, with a piece of bread holding it together okay it is one piece of bread it's a loaf in which something's placed so it's not two pieces of bread put together okay second the entomology the origin right of even the word hot dog 
and even the source of the hot dog in general is dated back to early 1900s right when german and polish sausage salesmen were selling hot dog were selling sausages outside of sporting events and were just selling the sausages on their own right and they needed a container to put the sausages in so they used the the bun or the loaf to place the the sausage in right so ne- ne- in thus creating thus creating a, a hot dog Thus creating a unique type of eating a new type experience. of experience. Right. right. That's not a sandwich. Okay. Right? Third thing I'll say is this. Is a taco a sandwich? A taco is not a sandwich. A taco is a taco. Right. right? A hot dog is an American taco. A hot dog is American taco. A hot dog taco. is an American taco. And listen, I, I I got love for Griffin, right? Just like... I can you know, tell. Eminem respects MGK. No, he doesn't. Said, well, okay. We'll, we'll put it this way. Eminem realizes that MGK has done something in his life, right? I realize that Griffin is capable of doing things and has done things in his life, right? right. He's a handsome gentleman. Um, Slightly. You said that. I didn't. Yeah. Um, But, you know, and I love the guy to death. So do I. um, He's never been more wrong on any other subject than on this subject. Wow. Inarguably. Inarguably. Wow. Okay. A hot dog is not a sandwich. So you can be expecting a response from Griffin here within the next few weeks on I will the podcast. Be, I will be laying down in this same relaxed posture, uh, going about my normal life. Right. And not really fretting about his argument okay. in response. Okay. That's how unworthy. Now I you're am. prepared to respond to his response. I don't, I don't know if this I'll is a need war. to, but yeah, I'm fine with it. All right. Sure. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Absolutely. And uh, guys, enjoy the rest of the episode. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN podcast comes out every week. Questions? Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at gracenationmin. Until next time, take care and God bless.